Hey, this is Brandon J. Clack, and you're tuned into Game Changer. What's going on, everybody? Brandon J. Clack here with another edition of Game Changer, and I am so excited to bring you what I'm calling in season two, Wisdom Moments. And this is the time where we're going to discuss some things that are probably prevalent in your life and to help you find some exit routes in your life to make sure that you don't get caught up in the same stuff that you've been tripping over every year. I personally believe that it is time for you to outgrow the mess you've been dealing with. So I want to talk to you about this particular edition and conversation that we're going to have, and I'm going to title it, Leave Them Alone. Now, right now, hopefully you're listening to this by yourself, because if you're not, it's possible that you're sitting next to somebody that you need to leave alone. Now, If it's your spouse, don't go extra and don't walk out and try to change your last name today because Brandon Clack said, leave them alone. I'm not talking about your spouse. I'm talking about situations, people where they just seemingly refuse to accept the type of relationship that you can give them. Here is the truth. In 2020, you don't have the space or the time to try to customize the type of life that your quote-unquote, air quote, friends want you to have. Here's what I'm saying. What I'm telling you is you can't afford to just customize a moment for someone who is not willing to be flexible, who's not willing to be wrong, and who's not willing to change. You know, we're just coming out of the holiday season and out of the Christmas season, and and this is probably going to be a bit controversial, and maybe you won't agree, but I have decided in my own personal personal life that anybody that has given me consistent no's, N-O apostrophe S. You've given me a consistent no. I invite you to Starbucks or we invite you over to play games or we invite you out to church or whatever you've been consistently invited to. If you have a consistent no, I have decided for my own emotional stability that I'm not going to let you mentor me in rejection. Here Here is where I'm coming from. I just personally believe that if somebody is going to be the connection to you that's going to help you in your longevity of friendships and relationships and all of that wonderful stuff. Maybe that guy or girl is on the way, but if you have a consistent no for me, yeah, uh, I'm a head out fam. I'm not going to keep putting myself in the kind of predicament where you get to just turn me down and you know you don't want to do anything. Now, I, I just, I want you to consider that. Very quickly, in your mind, go over in your brain anybody that you have consistently handed out an opportunity to connect, go to the movies, whatever the case may be, and they consistently give you a no, but then get upset when they see you someplace else with someone else. Yeah, I'm telling you, that type of relationship, it's a thirst trap. It's a dead end. It's never going to amount to anything because that individual is full of rejection. Uh, I tell my daughters, I've got a 14-year-old daughter, I've got a 13-year-old daughter, and I tell my girls, there's nothing wrong, at least from daddy's perspective, there's nothing wrong with you voicing that you're possibly interested in somebody, but what you're not 
not going to do, as long as I'm still alive, what you're not going to do is chase anybody to connect with you on any level. You are so valuable just in who you are and and who you are becoming that you should not have to force anybody to be in any kind of connection with you. So I'm just going to run through a list of things and I, I hope that it makes sense to you. If they are happy without you in their life, leave them alone. Now, I'm going to say that one again because you you for sure don't want to tell the truth about that. If somebody has disconnected from you and they're doing amazing on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you're stalking them at, if they're doing amazing without you, it looks like their life is blooming. Can I please encourage you to leave them alone? It is possible that people will do much better without you in their life. Oh, it's quiet in here now. Mm-hmm. I said it is very possible that you are not a necessary hinge. Do you know what a hinge is? A hinge is the small screw on the door that allows the door to open. It is possible that you are not necessary for anything to open in someone's life. And that's not bad. And that's not me talking down to you. That's me trying to encourage you that you're not going to be necessary for everybody. Here's another small thing that I think you should take into consideration is that sometimes you are the distraction to someone's destiny. Now, you go to church or whatever you do for inspiration, and you're so used to people telling you, oh, they bringing you down. Oh, if you could just get them out. What if you're the one that needs to get out? I mean, silence. What if you're the problem? What if you're the issue? All I'm trying to tell you is have the courage to be emotionally healthy enough that if somebody's doing good, you don't hop in their DMs to see how you can get back in. (laughs) All right, number two, if they are happier without returning your phone calls. Can 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 in 2020, can we please stop blowing people up? Can you please stop sending uh, additional text messages? Fam, if they didn't respond, they probably didn't respond on purpose. But you don't need to have a meltdown because somebody is not responding to you at the pace you want them to do. Everybody say it with me, leave them alone. All right, let's go a little further. If you are consistently inviting people places and they always have an excuse and they always can't come and they're always on a date and they're always just doing them boo. You have got to come to the place where you will invest your time in people that are available. I'm teaching much better than y'all saying anything, but I'm telling you, you need to value availability. You need to value availability. If people are not available to spend time with you, that is okay. Now, a lot of times this is a challenge because the truth is silently, you really have this weird ambition about the people you think you're friends with in your brain. Now, let's go a little deeper into this and see if you'll tell the truth. There are people on social media that you look at and you say, oh, yeah, that's my sis in my brain because we kind of act the same way. And because I watch Love and Hip Hop, I know because that's how I be acting in uh, Tulababu, Mississippi. And that's 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 what I do in my brain. So I know we connected. Listen to me. You're going to get yourself 
a, a court-ordered restraining order on you if you're not careful. Because if you don't stop uh, stalking these people and sending them DMs and doing all of this stuff to try to get their attention, it's making you look thirsty. And I love you enough. And we're in a private setting. Come on. This is our little mentorship moment. Nobody's listening. It's just me and you talking. I love you enough to tell you, yo, stay out them DMs. Because it's coming across weird that you have a secret relationship with somebody in your heart (laughs) and in your brain and these people don't know you. You know, I am by far no means famous at all. I don't think I am at all. But even with with the small amount of influence that I have, you would be surprised at the amount of people on social media that claim me as something and I've never met them ever in my life. And I'm gonna tell you where it gets a a tad bit weird is when I walk into a place, into a city I've never been to and somebody run up on me and say, ha ha, remember me? And I'm like, no, I don't. I was on your Instagram. I commented in 2015 and I've been with you ever since. And, And although they mean well, it just shows me that there is a deeper connection in someone's heart and in someone's mind that I just haven't had the pleasure to meet yet. What I'm trying to tell you is you have got to pull down the false expectations of what you think people should be to you and they don't want to be bothered. And that doesn't mean they're bad and oh, they're going to miss out on the best thing ever in their life. Okay, I get it. Let them miss out. Okay, I don't I don't want you to become an accidental stalker. Leave them alone. All right. The next one. If your love is not enough for them, whoever the them are, leave them alone. Here's what I mean. If you constantly reaffirm someone and say, hey, I love you. And they're like, nah, that ain't enough. I need more. I wish you could just see me. I wish you just knew me. I wish you could just see me in the way I want you to see me. If your love is not enough, if you say I love you and they are unfazed, fam, take your little love packets and your little love smoothies and your little love baked turkey and take all your little love meal and just move on. Let's just say that together. Move on. And it's okay to move on because uh, apart from the love of God, you're you're not going to be able to convince somebody that you are worth being in relationship with. And the truth is, if you have to convince them once, you're going to have to keep on convincing them. And that's not the type of relationship that you want to find yourself in. Uh, I'm reminded of a, a particular story in the Bible that I think is really interesting. It's like Matthew 15, verse 10, somewhere around there. And Jesus is talking about uh, what goes out of a mouth is what defiles an individual, not what goes into the mouth. And he's basically making his premise off of, man, y'all keep judging people off of these foods that you think that they're not supposed to eat. And I'm telling you, the mean stuff and the rude stuff and the heart posture that you Pharisees have, that stuff is what's hurting people more than your little bacon sandwich or however you feel about somebody. It's not what goes into the mouth that defiles you. It's what comes out of the mouth that defiles you. And Jesus goes on and he's continued talking. And Peter says, uh, yo, Jesus, you, you offended these Pharisees. And Jesus said, well, here's the problem. Every plant that my heavenly father has planted will not be uprooted. What he's saying is if this offends you and you say that you're planted by God, you're not going to be offended by what Jesus says. 
I want you to hear the practicality in that. You know that you are connected to the right relationships where you can look them in the face and say, I don't agree with you. You tripping for that. You spoiled. How dare you hold secret offenses? How dare you be around me and not tell me that you was really upset the whole time? And you can say that kind of stuff to them and they not get offended and they say, you know what? I was tripping. It was all in my brain. That person you keep around. You don't get rid of them. But if they can hold these weird little grudges, maybe they're not planted in your life. And Jesus makes the beautiful analogy when Peter's like, yo, watch your back, Jesus. People are offended with you. And Jesus says, I don't care because if they were supposed to be planted in my life, then they wouldn't get so easily offended when I tell them they tripping. And Peter like, man, you right. Watch what else Jesus says. Jesus says, not only are they not planted in my life, verse 14 says, leave them alone. See, you thought I was going on a leave them alone rant, but I'm actually giving you the words of life. Jesus said, hey, if somebody wants to hold on to secret grudges and be angry and make you chase them, do them a favor and leave them alone. Because the truth is, the blind will lead the blind. Which means that if you don't wake up out of your uh, inability to be secure in yourself, you're gonna always wonder how people feel about you. I pray that this is, is beneficial to you. Listen, you can't afford to fight with anyone else that is more committed to offense than the future. Now, I said something right there. If you don't get nothing else out of our conversation, get this. Don't you dare fight with anybody else who is more committed to offense than the future. You know you got some future relationships that are going to last for a while when they can say, you know what? You're more valuable to me than my misunderstanding. You're more, I'm going to say it again. You're more valuable to me than my misunderstanding. But if you tell somebody, Hey, I didn't mean it that way. You misunderstood it. And they want to stay in the rut. Jesus said, leave them alone. I'm Brandon J. Clack, and this was another session of Game Changer. I can't wait to connect with you in the future. Brandon J. Clack on all my social media platforms. Until the next time, I'll holler at you later. Peace.